You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at Blueberry.com. It's like a blueberry without the E's. So B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It's the Into Tomorrow broadcast for the weekend of Friday, June 10th, 2022. Oh, don't forget, next weekend, Father's Day. This is your last chance to get Dad some tech goodies. Yeah, Dad always loves anything tech. Just keep that in mind. But you got a, a week, basically, notice to not forget Dad on Father's Day with tech goodies. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This being our 27th year on the air, bringing you into tomorrow. Don't forget a couple of important things we always try to remind you of, such as... Clean behind your ears. Uh, okay, that would be a third thing. Oh, God. <laughs> you come up with this stuff. I don't know. You, you say something important we have to remember, and I've just always told myself, always remember, clean behind your ears. Well, I hope you would do that anyway <laughs> when you shower. I do. Okay. You have to remind yourself? No. All right. So what do you remind our audience every week so, about? So always check your spam filters. Okay. Why would you do such a thing? In case you have a legitimate email uh, sitting in there. And the chances like your, are you do. Like your long-lost cousin from Africa who just needs your bank account information so that you can get your $2 million inheritance. That would not necessarily be a, two, uh, a legitimate email. Oh. But maybe your aunt or long-lost relative or friend that you haven't heard from and wondered why. Well, because he or she ends up in spam. Or the Into Tomorrow Prize team. Yeah, there you go. Make sure that anything from Graveline.com, yep, our last name, is on your white list or allowed, or whatever it is your email program uses. Okay, so that was one of the two main reminders. Good heavens, it's like pulling teeth here. Back up your important data. And how does one do that? And where should one leave a copy? In the cloud, or at Grandma's house. Okay. Or in in my case, Grandma's house is the cloud. That's true, because she's in heaven. Yes. Oh, got it. (laughs) Gamers spend a yearly average of $912 on their hobby. That according to a Polefish survey, while the typical American spends roughly $564 for streaming services every year. You've spent at least that. The category accounted for Internet access as well as games, equipment, and in-app transactions. And another sign that gaming is where it's at, gaming retailer GameStop reported $1.38 billion in sales for the quarter ending April 30th, compared with $1.28 billion in the year-ago quarter, fueled by sales of software and collectibles like consumers returning to stores. Weekly visits per store have been approaching pre-pandemic levels. So GameStop making money, gamers spending money, gaming in general continuing to make money. Hmm. So maybe if you're not into gaming, you might should ought to be. I don't know. Just a suggestion. 
European Union lawmakers have reached an agreement on legislation that will force all future smartphones sold in the EU, including Apple's iPhone, to be equipped with a universal USB-C port for wired charging <laughs> by the fall of 2024. Oh, that's funny. You know, you would think that Apple was making the decision on their own. No. To go to USB-C. But nope, the EU is forcing them to do it. Yeah, and that's a big enough market to where they're going to just have yeah. to do it for everything. Oh, of course. Uh, the rule will also apply to other electronic devices, including tablets, digital cameras, headphones, handheld video game consoles, and e-readers. Laptops will have to comply with the rule at a later date. Uh, the legislation has been under development for more than a decade, but an agreement on its scope was finally reached following negotiations between different EU bodies. Well, and it's funny because you said laptops at a later date. Most of them have it anyway. Yeah. But not right? necessarily for charging. Uh, well, oh, I see what you're saying. That's true. They might have a USB-C port, but in and of itself, not a charging port. Yeah. But you know, now, at least in the EU, if you're at your friend's house, you don't have to ask, do you have an iPhone or do you have an Android so I can charge this? Do you have a charging cord? Because they'll all be the same. You should carry one in your own pocket. Exactly. Okay. Speaking of uh, Apple, recently discovered code in iOS 16 suggests that Apple may be rolling out... The always-on feature to iPhone Pro and iPhone Pro Max. The company is said to be testing the feature on older devices as well. And yes, I have to say it, yet another feature that Android has had for years. Me, 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 me. Yeah, well, I use the always-on display feature on my Android all the time, whether it's sitting in the charger or just on my desk or next to me or in the car, whatever. Because at least in this case, I have it displaying the time and any notifications that might come in. Not full notifications, but just there's an email icon or there's a te- text message or WhatsApp or something like that. I find it very helpful. Thank you very much. Apple, once again, finally getting around to it. <sighs> Well, and they've had some other announcements at their little uh, their little rinky dink event this week. Yeah, they had a little soiree of yeah. sorts that, uh, among other things, uh, announcing the new M2 chip. Yeah, which is of course the successor to the M1 chip, Go which figure. is used in Macs and iPads. I mean, who knows? Maybe they would have skipped two, just like they skipped. Uh, what was it iPhone nine? They never had. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the chip will include 25% more transistors and 50% more bandwidth than the, than the M1. No. And Apple said that it's focused on power-efficient performance, maximizing speed, while limiting the amount of power needed to do so. Gotcha. They also introduced a new 13-inch MacBook Pro with the M2 chip. The external appearance doesn't seem to be getting much of a revamp. The newest MacBook Pro starts at $1,299. Apple didn't provide exact release dates, but said it will be released next month, quote-unquote, promising up to 20 hours of battery life, along with an 8-core CPU, 10-core GPU, and up to 24 gig of memory. We shall see. And along with that, the MacBook Air with that new chip comes in four colors, space gray, starlight, midnight, and silver. Ooh. Uh, it'll cost about 1200 bucks, and Apple says it'll still sell earlier MacBook Air with the M1 chip. Um, it's charged with Apple's MagSafe and has two Thunderbolt ports. Um, at 2.7 pounds, it'll have a 13.6-inch display with thinner borders than its predecessor and an 18-hour battery life for watching videos. And as with the uh, MacBook Pro, they didn't uh, provide a release date, just said that it'll be released next month. Yeah, they like to tease people. Yeah. And they also announced new Apple Watch software, Watch OS 9. Yeah, it'll include new long-awaited sleep tracking features so users can see how long they're in each sleep stage. (laughs) Okay. 
the workout app is being revamped to include heart rate zones and new running metrics to check track how efficiently you run. Uh, if you run, you know, not, <clears throat> I, I run to the fridge. No, you yeah, don't. Um, you just sort of meander over the fridge well, and, then, and then waddle back to your couch. Yeah, well, and users will be able to track and manage their medications, vitamins, and supplements with the Health app. And Watch 09 will also include new watch faces, including an astronomy face and the lunar calendar. Watch OS 9. Yes. You said Watch 09. Oh, well, Watch <laughs> OS 9. Cold medicines. Blame it on the cold medicine. Yeah, okay. We're going to do that. A preteen girl's addictive use of Instagram resulted in an eating disorder, self-harm, and thoughts of suicide over several years, according to a lawsuit against the anti-social media Insta's platform parent company, Meta. So we'll see how that goes. That's going to be something to follow because she was so addicted to Instagram that she had these issues. Yeah, and of course she was able to create the account without the parents' knowledge, you know, below their normal age of 13. But they're saying that the, the artificial intelligence engine almost immediately sh- steered the then fifth grader into an echo chamber of content glorifying anorexia and self-cutting. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> fifth grader. Yeah. Good heavens. So, yeah, like you said, we'll see how this turns out. Yeah, we should certainly keep an eye on that. Circle K will install self-checkout machines that use artificial intelligence to automatically ring up items at 7,000 locations over the next few years after testing the machines in 500 of its convenience stores. The technology from California-based startup Mashgin is designed to speed checkout by eliminating the need for shoppers to find and scan barcodes on items. Because apparently that in and of itself takes a while. Apparently. I mean, how hard is it to find a barcode on something? Do it all the time. But if that's taking a while, this is a new system that's going to hopefully eliminate that concern. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. We got them goodies. We got them goodies. That's right. And you want them goodies. All you need to do is be heard on the air. It's the annual Cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. Questions, comments, help for other listeners, share some tech rage, anything that gets you heard on the air automatically qualifies you, and you win stuff. I mean, it's that easy. You don't have to jump through hoops. You don't have to be caller 99. You don't have to answer a tech trivia question. You just need to participate. And among other things, what are the kinds of things that folks might win? we got a box full of goodies from Skosh, including the Rhythm Plus 2.0 armband heart rate monitor, their Power Up 600 Jump Starter, a Magic Mount Pro Charge 5, and their GoBat 5K Portable Power Bank. Obvious Solutions sent us some of their cool goodies, including their Minder Portable Folding Bluetooth Keyboard. whole bunch of those and a whole bunch of their Minder Laptop Tower Stands. Very handy. From Pivo, their PivoPod Active, so you can capture video and images with 360-degree motion tracking, target exposure, and auto zoom. How about a very cool Bluetooth speaker with LED flickering flame effect? It looks cool. It sounds even cooler from Limitless Innovations. They're Tiki Tunes. A bunch of those to share with you. From SureCall, we've got a Fusion to Go Max cell phone signal booster value. It's $500. And no surprise here, one of the most requested items. It's from Bike.com. Their Denago 48-volt electric bike. Worth $1,500. Some lucky Into Tomorrow listeners going to ride off into the sunset on the e-bike. 
You can also win from Western Digital the sent uh, several of their 256 gigabyte SanDisk iExpand wireless phone charger and automatic backup, and several two terabyte WD Black external gaming hard drives. We got goodies for you. All you need to do is participate and win. Samuel in Jackson, Tennessee, listens online and participating. We love you for it with the free Into Tomorrow app. Hello, Samuel. I have a question regarding my outside security cameras. I can view them inside of my mobile app on my smartphone, but I was wondering if there's a way that I can somehow view them on my laptop at home. I can't find any information from the manufacturer. Thank you. You guys are great. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you for those kind words, Samuel. Unfortunately, we won't be able to tell you without knowing the make and model of your cameras. The real answer is that any camera can be broadcast to an app, has the capability to broadcast to a browser, and that's most likely how it was tested during development, for example. But whether that ability is exposed to the end user is another matter. Yeah, some manufacturers send all of their data straight to their servers with no options to reach the local network. And they do that to make it easier for an end user to access the cameras from anywhere. Others do it to be able to charge a subscription fee to make them available anywhere. Kind of like we were talking about with the, the vehicles. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yo, you want to see that? That'll cost you. Yeah. And, now, and of those, only some will provide an app. Others will allow you to log into their website and see the camera. Now, there are others that will allow you to play back the video on your home network without requiring that it go out anywhere else. Those can typically be played easily on laptops, but require more of a setup on mobile apps. Think setting up servers and ports and port forwarding rather than just logging in. Yeah, now, depending on which cameras you bought, the manufacturer may fall into any of these uh, subcategories. So without knowing more, we won't be able to tell you if you can access your cameras from a laptop. But if the manufacturer isn't advertising the feature, odds are it doesn't exist. Yeah, we, we frequently test many different cameras and systems here in our studios. For example, we've got uh, Rio Link, which is currently one of my favorites because it follows motion. So I had somebody in my office the other day, and I had the monitor on on a laptop and just have it there so I can keep an eye on our cars, for example. And she says, your camera just moved. I went, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh, because it does that. It follows cars going by or action or somebody approaching the walkway or what have you. Uh, So Reolink is one that not only can I see on an app on my phone, but also in this case, as Samuel's asking, on my laptop or tablet. Yeah, that's uh, why as I'm, as I'm leaving all the time and it's following me, I always shoot at a peace sign. Yeah. You know. I, funny, I don't see two fing- uh, more than one finger. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's always a peace sign. Right, right, right. Um, now, there are others, too. We have an eagle eye system that frequently goes down. But we can access that on a mobile phone or a computer. You can bring it up on a browser. Uh, so when we're talking, Samuel, about needing to know the make and model, uh, that's often the case. Um, I don't think we can ever bring up any of the Ring cameras on a browser, for example. I think it's only using the Ring app, if I'm not mistaken. I've, I want to say I brought my Ring cameras up on a browser Did in the you? past. Okay. I mean, they're, since they're generally battery-powered cameras, it's not something you can leave on all the time. Right. But you can right. at least bring it up and see quickly what it is. Okay. You know, they're, they're I, live I just not have, have not done that with the couple of Ring cameras that don't work half the time anyway. Um, or the Simply Safe camera that works about 25% of the oh time. Oh, God. Simply Safe. <laughs> what a 
joke. They're, they're really simply stupid, I'm afraid, uh, because don't invest in simply safe, folks. You know, that's that's money wasted for sure. Um, but we do have a couple of other cameras. What's another one that I'm thinking of? Oh, EasyViz, E-Z-V-I-Z, EasyViz. We can open on in a browser as well as on the app. So, again, you see the point we're trying to make here that depending on the camera make and model, whether or not you could also view it on a laptop. For more details, be sure to check us out at intotomorrow.com. Nothing is more important than protecting your family and property. That's why you should make a free call right now to Vivint, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. Vivint will make your home safer and more secure with a state-of-the-art system that's so simple to use. Vivint smart home specialists provide award-winning monitoring of your system 24-7, 365 to respond to any emergency, even when you can't. And with the 4.5-star rated Vivint smart home mobile app, control your entire house from anywhere. Locks, cameras, security system, all at your fingertips on your mobile device. Call Vivint now and get a free quote, professional installation, and full smart home service for as little as $2 per day. Equipment purchase or service agreement required. Conditions apply. Call now. A smart home is a safer home. So protect your family and your property, home or business, with a Vivint smart home system. Call 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005. That's 800-689-3005. 800-689-3005. Welcome back to Into Tomorrow. I'm Cameron Graveline. We really love getting more app calls, so please let us hear you on the show. Now, here's Dave. Wow. I always get so motivated when I hear Cameron uh, tossing it back to us from a commercial break. And, you know, when he talks about uh, calling and participating, you got to be reminded. Call in, win stuff. Thank you. You de-aged him. I did. But I love that one. That's got to be my favorite little piece. Because he's just so cute. What can I say? By the way, I'm his grandfather, Dave Graveline. I'm his father, Dave Graveline. And don't forget... You're, you're his father, Dave Graveline? <laughs> Did I say that? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm his father, Chris Graveline. Okay, just Dave, straighten well, that out. Dave is my middle name. Yeah. So I was kind of right. Anyway, um, don't, don't forget... It. Yeah, it's been a long show. Don't forget you can hear Into Tomorrow 24-7 on our website and in our free app. We stream the last several weeks of Into Tomorrow nonstop with the help of our friends at StreamGuys.com. Stay tuned. We'll be chatting soon with Carl Holler. What's this we stuff? Okay, well, You're you, going to talk to him? I'm, I'm the silent partner. I'll be sitting quietly. <laughs> so you'll be chatting with Carl Holler. He's a partner with IBM Consumer Center of Competency. He'll be talking about advancements such as AI as well as what's next for the retail industry. Yeah, really pretty cool stuff. So yeah. if you're curious about how you are likely to be shopping soon, you want to stay tuned for that interview coming up after the next break. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's time for our 
Here's Chris Grave live. IFA history, IFA, IFA history. In 1936, at the Olympic Games in Berlin, the first electronic camera was tested, named Television Canon. The lens alone weighed about 100 pounds, and the whole camera was about six feet long. Wow. The images were received in 28 television parlors. As this was deemed insufficient, another technology during the Games saw a world first, the projection onto big screens. Wow. Two halls were equipped with TV projection. More than 100,000 people watched the Olympics on the big screens and another 50,000 in the TV parlors. That's this week's IFA update brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com. Do you have a picture of that on this week's uh, tech history? Uh, I don't think no, so. No, because it's IFA history. Yeah. But, yeah, what a shame because it's a really cool-looking camera with a humongous heavy lens. And just think the resolution on that wasn't anywhere near the resolution on the camera you carry in your pocket that's inside your phone. Yeah, well, of course not. That's, that's pretty bizarre. We were talking about uh, your son Cameron and his fun announcements. Hey, everyone. Cameron Graveline here. Remember, call in, win stuff. Thank you. See, that's more current, but this is still my favorite. Call in, win stuff. Thank you. I kind of get the idea that people should call in and win stuff. Thank you. (laughs) Do you think? (laughs) Because we got tons of stuff, so do just that. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-781-6764. That's 1-800-781-6764. 1-800-781-6764. United we stand. 1-800-781-6764. Welcome back into Tomorrow. Dave Graveline with you. And now our 27th year bringing you the latest in cool consumer tech, be they products or services, gadgets or gizmos, whatever the case is, it's evolving technology. We cover it here on Into Tomorrow. And we love it when you participate. So join us anytime at your leisure, especially if you hear something from one of our guest segments and you want to know more, we'll get the answers for you. Join us any number of cool, easy ways. Perhaps one of the easiest these days is to visit our website at intotomorrow.com. And on the right-hand side, lower right, depending on if you're on a phone versus a computer, you'll see a little Ask Dave microphone button. Click that. And on any device with a browser and a microphone, you can ask Dave. And make a comment, ask a question, help another listener, whatever the case. Or, of course, you can use the audio option on the free Into Tomorrow app available wherever you get your apps. Or 
the old-fashioned way still works. Do you use your phone as a phone? Some some people do. You can call 800-899-INTO anytime, 24-7. 1-800-899-4686. The pandemic changed consumers' preferences and retailers' approach, for that matter, to commerce. Our next guest is here to talk about what's next for the industry, IBM Computer Center of Competency. He is a partner there, Carl Holler. Carl, welcome back into tomorrow. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Dave. How are you today? Doing fine, thank you. Glad to have you back with us. Uh, how do you think, in general, the pandemic has changed the way consumers shop? Certainly, we've talked over the years, the last couple of years, about so much more online, but what's your take on it these days? So um, it's a great question, Dave, and we actually just completed a global study of 20,000 consumers in 28 countries around the world. So wow. we've got a pretty good handle on what's been changing over the last couple of years. I would say. Um, one of the things we've seen is that shopping habits that many consumers adopted out of necessity, you know, 18 months ago, have now started to become normal or commonplace. One of those is something we call hybrid shopping. And that's shopping, actually, very similar to how you just described how consumers can get in touch with you. It's really any way you want. It might be an old-fashioned way, like going to the store and, you know, walking up and down the aisles and putting stuff in your basket and taking it home. It might be pure online, but increasingly it's stuff that blends the the in-store and the online, the Mm -hmm. physical and the digital. So maybe it's shopping online or on an app. But going to the store for pickup or going to the store to have it put in in, in the trunk of your car, the curbside pickup method. Um, maybe you're in a store and you're buying things and you'll go ahead and complete your purchase there. But you have other things to do. You don't want to walk around with bags. You don't want to load them in your car. So you, you arrange to have all those things that you bought delivered to at a future time. Or maybe it's a, you know, a 60 inch TV that you can't fit in your car, <laughs> but you wanted to see what it looks like. And you want to go and get that, have that delivered from you, you know, later that day, the next day and a week, whenever is convenient. That's hybrid shopping in a nutshell. And great examples that I think all of our audience can relate to in many of the ways that you shared. What role do you think their preference for sustainability has played in in all of the various folks shopping decisions and for that matter, brand preferences as well? Yeah, this is another thing that continues to go up. And, you know, we didn't ask this in our survey, but I have a hunch all of us sitting at home ordering online, getting those stacks of boxes showing up outside our door has made us really think more about sustainability. And we did find that um, almost two thirds of consumers in our study say they're willing to change their buying habits to reduce environmental impact. So sustainability is really top of mind. Half of consumers say they're willing to pay more for sustainable products and brands. And one of the things we also saw in our study is that there is a gap between what we will, what we say we'll do and what we actually do. Um, Academics will call this the intention action gap, or sometimes it's called the say do gap. Hmm. And what we found is that with regard to sustainability, it's the same thing. So, you know, we asked people, well, what would you do? Would you buy, would you pay more? You know, how much more would you pay? You know, and those are, those were really big numbers. We also asked them, tell me about your last shopping trip. And we found that 
despite the fact that over 60% of consumers, you know, are willing to change their, their habits or say they're willing to change their habits, less than one third said that sustainable products made up more than half their last purchase. You know, and that's when that, that intention action gap, you know, if you want to see it live and in action, you go to the grocery store and you see someone standing there, you know, looking at the gallon jugs of milk. You've got the regular milk, you know, near me, regular milk might be three to four dollars a gallon. And then you've got the organic milk and organic milk might be five dollars, maybe even six dollars a gallon, depending on the brand. That intention action gap is me thinking, hey, I'm a good person. I'm sustainable. I recycle. I compost. I want to shop sustainability but I can't quite get over the hump of paying an extra dollar for a gallon of milk. Yeah. Um, and that's that tension. And we all go through that with lots of products. And for some people, and again, this was something we studied in our survey for some people, it, it, it has to be the same price has to be the same quality has to be the same selection. They won't, they won't make that choice, but almost half of consumers, this is a group, it's 44% of consumers around the world, largest segment we studied. Um, we call them purpose-driven consumers. Um, and this has grown greatly in the last couple of years. Um, they choose products and brands based primarily based on how well those brands and products align with their own personal values. Um, oh. For these consumers, a lot of that intention action gap can be closed by giving them more and better information. Tell them how the products were made. Tell the story. Show me the farmer. Show me the cow, if it's, if it's in the case of milk. Tell me what makes the good this product sustainable. Tell me how my purchase, how my spending that extra dollar makes a difference. Maybe it makes a difference to the company, to a community, to an individual worker or farmer. Maybe it makes a difference to the planet. You know, help help make it real to me. And for those purpose-driven consumers, that's often enough to get them over the edge, um, tip the balance, I should say, toward making a sustainable purchase. I like your examples, Carl. I can I can almost see instead of, uh, you know, a lost child on the side of a carton, I can see Bessie the cow. And the milk in this carton came from me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, exactly. but I can exactly. see how, or, yeah, that would. Or it's a, it's a, you know, it's a barcode or a QR code yeah. that, that a video pops up on your phone and you and you hear the story about the farm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all those things are very possible now. Yeah. Now, of course, we hear a lot lately about supply chain and, and more to meet demands and so forth. I'm wondering, how are the retailers changing the customer experience? Yeah. So we've seen, you know, more innovation across retail, across customer experience, across supply chain. Say so we've seen more innovation in the last two years than we've seen in the 20 years that came before it. You know, a, a, the one of the themes that we talk to uh, talk to our clients about is is an idea that says, look, you've got to embrace the and. You can't live in an or world, in a world where you're always making these trade offs. You can't just be, you know, uh, uh, low cost and efficient, or you can be agile but at a high cost. You've got to figure out ways to do both because the the consumer is demanding everything. In fact, the title of our study is Consumers Want It All. Um, and it's really up to retailers and brands to deliver that. And increasingly, and you know, good thing for IBM, 
increasingly that's coming through a uh, better leverage of technology. Very interesting. And obviously, since we're both very much into technology, what role has tech played in that transformation? And it's it's played. I can't think of a role that technology hasn't played. Good. Me either. Um, <laughs> Because, you know, and and I, and I, I see your show and, you know, I know you cover a lot of technology and you're probably up to speed on and your listeners are probably up to speed on things like, you know, AI and blockchain and virtual reality and 5G and IoT and crypto, you know, and all those things that frankly, to most consumers, are just buzzwords. Yes. Um, what I what we see happening now, and, and IBM is really betting on this, uh, on a lot of this, on AI, on hybrid cloud, on a lot of these next-gen technologies, what we believe is that at least for larger businesses, these new technologies that most really didn't exist in any big way five years ago, if we play it five years forward, they're going to be as commonplace as things like spreadsheets, email, and PowerPoint are today. Wow. And they're not just going to be technology. They're going to be connected to how we as humans work, you know, saving us time and effort in our jobs and, you know, frankly, delivering things that we used to watch in, you know, shows like Star Trek 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. And we've already begun seeing some of those things. And it's like those of us that are old enough to hearken back and say, oh, my gosh, (laughs) we actually saw that so many years ago, and it's now coming to fruition. Uh, What do you think, Carl, consumers actually want? I mean, you've had such an extensive survey. It always amazes me. But what do you think consumers want from retailers and brands this year, now that we're into this new year? You know, I think... Again, we titled the study "Consumers Want It All." Yeah. They they want they want everything. Now, the interesting thing is that all isn't the same. You know, your wanting it all is not the same as my wanting it all. And one of the things I think consumers are getting frustrated at is all of this information that we enter in on brands' websites and that we tell people when we're in a, talking to them on the phone in a contact center or that. We tell them in the store and all our purchase history. And yet for many, you know, the shopping experience isn't any more personalized and it doesn't feel any more individualized. And some of the stores are still out of stock on the same stuff every week. Yeah. And and we just wish like this could be better. And I think it's a lot of that connecting of the dots of information um, that that consumers are expecting. You know, how many times have you said to someone, look, I'm in your system. But the the reality is for many retailers and brands, it's not a system, it's 20 systems. And so bringing that information together to make better decisions for consumers, to make better decisions for employees and workers, and just better operations and a more well-run company, that, that's where we see a lot of this going. Wow. Enlightening as always, Carl Holler. Great to have you with us again. Always look forward to chatting with you. Partner with IBM Consumer Center of Competency. You can visit the site where this goes into a lot more detail about how consumer demands are shifting. Check out IBM.com slash IBV, as in Institute for business value. We'll get you there, too, when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Carl, thanks again so much for joining us. Thanks, Dave. Great to be with you. And we're back with more as Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline right here on the Advanced Media Network. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. 
like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. We welcome you back into tomorrow. On air, online, on now. Wow. And we are on now, not only on your favorite local radio station, if you're listening that way, we hope you are, but also on our free podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, because we're everywhere. Are we not? We are. We're everywhere. You just can't hide from us, or we can't hide from you, or I don't know, something like that. And, of course, also our 24-7 stream, which you can pick up at intotomorrow.com, or even better, at your leisure, from the Into Tomorrow app that is free in your favorite app store. Yes. And you can listen anytime, like while you're driving. We stream the last seven weeks' worth of shows. So if you hear us say, Merry Christmas, well, that may have been within that seven weeks ago. Yeah. Or whatever the case. Anyway, welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. You don't need to be tech savvy to record and publish your own podcast. It'll be easy for most Into Tomorrow listeners. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Blueberry without the ease. There you go. You can do that. Brad in Tyler, Texas, listens on KTBB AM and FM. Hey, Brad. I currently have a phone that is needing to be upgraded and i'm thinking about going to a wearable only and not even having a phone Mm. are there any wearables like watches that are all-encompassing where that would be an easy transition to make i text a lot and use my phone quite a bit well brad yes and no (laughs) sorry to be so vague but you can get watches that can have their own mobile connection And they are able to send text messages and make voice calls or even do things like stream music or make NFC payments. There are several problems, though. Their mobile plans typically assume that they're an add-on to a phone's plan. So you'll need to tack your watch onto something or someone's phone in order to get it. Now, making calls and responding to texts using your voice works reasonably well. But it's a pain if you do it day to day. Think about how many times you text someone back in a crowded environment. Do you really want to be dictating all of your responses aloud to your wrist? Yeah, especially if you're dictating, you know, something that's uh, not for public. Well, yeah, like Happy Valentine's Day, honey. People around you are going to go, oh, I must be nice. Uh, You'll also most likely want to carry Bluetooth earbuds with you at all times. Now, they're not strictly necessary, but trying to have a phone call with a speaker and a microphone at your wrist is not great. Um, Again, you'll be broadcasting your call to everyone around you, but also in louder environments, it'll be hard to hear what the other person is saying. Now, you'd be better off with a $30 Android phone or even a flip phone than an expensive wearable if what you want really is to just make phone calls and text. And, and I got to tell you, Brad, I remember many years ago, my very first smartwatch, I took my first call on it, walking into a Target. It, my watch rang and I lifted my wrist and spoke into my wrist to answer. People were staring at me. It was really funny. It was like I'm turning around and people were like following me around. How's he doing that? Because they weren't very popular then. It was the very first one. 
And it was cool, except that I had to prop my arm up the whole time. I was putting it on my shoulder so I could actually talk into the phone. So you want to think about those kinds of things as well. Let us know what you end up doing and how it works out for you. It'll help other listeners all the way into tomorrow.com. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. As Into Tomorrow continues, and of course we hope you didn't miss any of our three hours. If so, visit us at intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet. Enjoy more of everything the Internet has to offer. Text RADIO to 35000 for more info. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. And when you visit us at intotomorrow.com, if the Internet gods are with us, you should see a little red box pops up. Well, it's red and white, I think. Asking only for your email address. And that's because that's all we need. We don't share it with anyone. We don't spam you. But that gets you signed up for our free once-a-week tech newsletter. And you will want it, I, I promise you. But then watch your email. Check your spam filters just in case as well, because you'll get a subsequent email that says, okay, click here, and you're in. It's a double opt-in program because we don't spam people. So someone else can't put in your email address. You can. You see what I'm saying? That's how that works. And you do that, again, at intotomorrow.com. We've got plenty of tech news. I know. Go figure. We let you know all the cool stuff that's available for giveaway when you participate in any given week, like a bunch of cool stuff we brought back from CES this year. And we have things like Beth's Tech Tip. Yeah, many people these days have smartphones loaded with photos and videos that you wouldn't want to lose. Thanks to today's technology, uh, there are many ways to ensure your memories are never lost. And Verizon decides to only offer three-year contracts. Buy a phone outright or sign up for a 36-month contract and spread the cost. Great. It's another reason why I'm not on Verizon. But we tell you all about it in this week's free Into Tomorrow tech newsletter. Oh, we also let you know who's on the show every week and the ever-popular hmm thoughts to make you smile. Again, sign up with only your email address at intotomorrow.com. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, 
Use our free Into Tomorrow app for your iPhone, Android, and Netbooks. Available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. Into Tomorrow. 